You are listening to ACPN. Record. Yeah, it is recording, so that's good. And it seems to be recording both of us again, so that's also good. Are you not not doing a one-sided podcast again? <laughs> no, if we di- <laughs> if we did, I'd have to wait till next April. I gotta be honest, that was pretty funny. I like hey, that, I, I like that a couple of people were like, "Oh, it's broken." <laughs> I can't hear the other guy. I, I can't either. Was there another guy? You should have just told him that you did that podcast yourself with no one else. <laughs> Just had a great conversation with yourself. It's my one-man show, uh, John talking to an invisible guy named Matt. Exactly. Matt couldn't be here tonight, so Matt's here with me in spirit. Mm. Invisible Matt. Who doesn't talk? (laughs) I can hear him, okay? What was I watching recently? Uh, Oh, Futurama, I think, had one of their disclaimers said, uh, uh, guest starring an invisible man who doesn't speak. Oh, God, I miss Futurama. Mm. Is that coming back again? I don't know. I, I just heard an announcement uh, today. I, I, I read something about it. Oh, no, no, they're getting some a mobile game, I think, with all the voice actors back. Hmm. Which I'm okay with, but I would rather another episode, or another season. I don't know. I guess because I have a backlog of it at this point. I really that you can ha- watch the the newer seasons on Comedy Central. So, you mean uh, the last one from was it 2013? Probably. You got a little time to catch up. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm doing that now. Actually, gotcha. Just, I just just spent the last two days binge watching. Your pretty face is going to hell. Okay, I've been meaning to ask, what exactly is that? I, I know it's Dana Snyder. Well, he's part of it. It's uh, basically I like to I like to think of it of is like the reverse opposite of the Flying Nun. Oh, because okay. it's like it like deals with hell. Is there flying? A little. Interesting. But I, but I mean, like she would go around helping people and doing good, and um, this one, you know, the guy works in hell, and. Basically, he screws up everything that they tell him to do. So it's a story about one man who is in hell. So it's all taking place in hell, then. Mostly, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, I, and hell is more or less like a company. Ah, uh, corporate hell. Yeah. Okay. I, I I've been meaning to check that one out. I've, I'm kind of backlogged mm. over the last few months. As am I. Speaking of, what have you been watching? I don't know. We should talk about that. Yeah, I figure that's a good topic. <laughs> um, welcome to the Adventure Club podcast on the ACPN.com. I am John Galbo. I'm joined with Matt Neslanik. How are you, sir? I am doing wonderful this evening. Yourself? I'm 
good. I'm a little uh, lightheaded right now. I think I used a little bit too much Kraken rum. Kraken, <laughs> like the... Enunciate, please. <laughs> Kraken, like the um, like the thing. The, from... the underwater squid yeah, type the, thing? Yeah, yeah, the thing from Pirates of the Caribbean. Not crack ampersand rum? <laughs> <laughs> My New York <laughs> accent will... Uh... Hey! Like crack. Well, crack and rum here. Uh, got crack, crack and rum. Hey, make a good pairing. Let me tell you. <laughs> Beats the hell out of heroin and and vodka. <laughs> well, that'll just put you down. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So, We're... basically, what I did tonight. Well, let's rewind a little bit. So. Not that we really talk about Adult Swim on this podcast because we have another podcast that does on this network, but uh, basically this is like their week and like all the network's weeks called The Upfronts, where basically they, they're trying to sell to advertisers and let them know what shows they're putting on the network in the next year and a half, what shows they're, they're keeping, what shows they're getting rid of, yada yada. Interesting. And so please, please invest in our uh, fine programming. Is this so? This is they're using this to sell to ad or to put up blocks to advertisers. Exactly. Okay. And they do, and all the networks do this every year. They they converge into New York City. They have their own little uh, get-togethers, and then like Adult Swim, for instance, will have like an after party, which they're probably having right now as we speak. Well, I was gonna say, did you get to go to that or? Anything been, like that? I've been begging them for a decade now, and I, I've I've given up. I was gonna say, don't you know people on the inside? I do, but, but not that inside. I guess not. So, to basically, I was gonna say, make a long story short, but I don't think we're gonna. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna do that. Not tonight. Um, not tonight. Too much crack and rum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I got to. Uh, experience a little bit because what they adults Swim decided to do this year was kind of i think they they finally after a decade felt bad that they're leaving the fans out of this so they've been having different uh events going on in the city they had uh, a friend of mine nick gibbons who hosts uh as seen on adultswim.com okay uh, that's like their merchandise and whatnot so he did a little thing on a monday morning where they he rented a uh double-decker bus which oddly enough i've never been on a double-decker bus lived here all my life and never been on one so it was a, it was a new experience for me regardless and it was funny because he's like get here at 9 30 on monday morning so i'm like okay i gotta get there i thought i was gonna be late i got to port authority i, I hopped the, the taxi and i got there there were about four people online total so it wasn't a huge line no so suffice to say i made it there and then we proceeded to have a, a fun uh, 45 to, minutes to an hour on the bus with uh, my friend Nick uh, hosting the tour. And uh, basically his character is like an idiot who gets things wrong. So he's like, he's like, oh, uh, this is the Apple store when it's clearly the Microsoft store. Huh. <laughs> or, so he, he was doing the whole tour in character? Yes. Okay. That sounds funny. I meant to ask you about that. I saw uh, pictures of you on the bus saying, you know, I was on TV this week or something along those lines. 
So what was that all about? Something along those lines. So he actually uh, streamed it to uh, Adult Swim uh, streams because their big thing now is they have a lot of these uh, programs on the web. Like, uh, I guess their biggest show is that show Fish Center where they just show the fish swimming around and they put little uh, gold pieces up. And what do the gold pieces do? I don't actually know this one. I'm kind of... It's kind of vague for me, too, because I've only watched, like, bits and pieces of it. But basically, they put, like, gold gold coins on the screen, and then whichever fish, like, goes through it gets the points. Is it something you can win for points? Like, what do you win for points? No, you don't win. The fish win. Oh. Well, although, although I guess another caveat could be, you know, if you really wanted to, you could start like a gambling uh, ring for the, <laughs> for the show. Underground gambling ring for Adult Swim. <laughs> I like this. This has legs. We can go with this, man. Yeah. But they're, like I said, they're big thing, especially uh, the upfronts. I think this year they were uh, promoting the fact that they stream a lot of their content now on, on the website, like all this not premium, but, like, uh, exclusive content, like uh, the Fish Center and as seen on Adult Swim. Gotcha. So, they, so he filmed the bus tour, and they um, interspersed it throughout the show on Monday. And then I think he did... I think he's actually... Oh, man, he, he might have he just wrapped up what he was doing. He does his show normally Wednesday night at 7. And that's his, his web thing? Or is it more of a podcast, or, or what, what's his show like? Mm. Yeah, his is like he sell he sells like the merchandise that they, um, that they give. Gotcha. So you saw him at DragonCon? Was it? Is that 2010? Oh, when I met him, it must mm-hmm. have been about. It was 2009. I met him because I was with a former friend of mine. Um, and every year what I would do is, uh, I have a lot of friends who work for both Adult Swim and also, uh, Radical Access, which was the former animation studio for Aqua Teen and Squidbillies and all them. Uh, and not to name drop, but, you know, I had a lot of friends who worked there, Todd Redner, Craig Harton, uh, who have moved on and done like other shows like, uh, Bob's Burgers and Archer and whatnot. So... 2009 we went there and nick had just become like a production assistant and it was pretty cool because he was like oh i'll show you this i'll show you this we actually got to see like the first episode of archer before it aired on tv oh wow so that's cool it was a fun experience and then i i ran into him that same night at uh trader vix who at this point if you don't know <laughs> trader vix is... that's yes i ran into bill corbett there last year and a few other people oh that's awesome trader vix is fun Hmm. Trader Vic's is fun. Not to be confused with Trader Joe's. No, no, no. Trader Joe's doesn't quite have the rum bowls. <laughs> they don't have the crack in the rum? No, no. No, no crack in rum. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is awesome. Yeah, so like shortly after that, we had him. Uh, I think the, I guess I'll post it in the show notes, the image that you just showed me from Dragon Con. I think that was our crowd from uh, swim, the first Swimcast panel I ever did. Do you recognize anyone in there? Oh, God, no. I was like, is that you right behind the podium with the white and black shirt on? No. 
kind of looks like you from your pictures. I haven't met you in person, so not you know. Not yet. Um, no, no, I'm I'm almost 110 percent positive because I see I also see the way the room is situated. This is the room uh, in the Atlant the Hyatt Atlanta, uh, the Dunwoody room. It's called because. So this is Hyatt. Is this not the bottom floor? Like it's bottom, very, bottom, second. No, no. This is the very bottom, bottom. The the. Floor, oh, this is bottom, bottom. The floor that George Lowe, uh, aka Space Ghost, quote unquote, called uh, "smells of septic." He's not wrong. <laughs> I'm sure he's not. He's that hasn't changed in the last few years. Uh, there's something odd down there. Well, it's the bottom floor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the so, the elevators never actually make it down there. Yeah, I don't I don't deal with elevators too much, if at all, anymore. Except the the freight elevator. <laughs> you know what? So in the Hilton. Yes. All right. So you know this is the thing. The first year I did Dragon Con, five years ago now, I guess we were at we stayed at the Hyatt because that was the only place I could get a a, a room. Uh, in time, and we're on the 19th floor, and it was horrible experience because of the elevators. Great experience for everything else, but anytime there were like Monday trying to get out of there, I could not get an elevator that I could fit in with my bags because it was, I ended up walking down all 19 floors with my bags. Um, right. And I, I've gone to the uh, Hilton ever since. I got lucky. And we stay up in the exec level, just mm. happen to get lucky there. And every year, because they do the voucher thing, we just get a room there every year. Uh, I see people I see people go in that door in the middle there. <laughs> That's the freight elevator, isn't it? Yeah. And um, it, a couple of years ago, I'll tell you, um, I think we were going, were we going up? No, no, I'm sorry. We didn't use it to go up to the executive level that year. Uh, I want to say about three years ago is when I met uh, our friend Corey Epps, who's been on the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was with uh, a couple of friends of mine and Corey Epps, and uh, they were like, oh, let's go this way. And I'm like, this is the freight elevator. Why are we going this way? Are we doing something illegal? And it just goes, it goes straight up to, to Corey's room or whoever he was yeah. staying with. We it did, goes right to the 27th floor or whatever. We did like a mini podcast from his room, and then we left. So then the year after that, uh, I was with another friend of mine. And he's like, oh, yeah, let's take the freight elevator. I'm like, this is a thing. So is that just for anyone on the exec level? No, you're not. It's it's not supposed to be used, but apparently people use it. So then uh, my well, one was two years ago when I when I was at Dragon Con, uh, I think Dragon Con uh, staff or someone got smart and they posted a security guard there. So I turned to my friend. I'm like, let's go up a few flights because they can't be guarding all the all the doors. Right. So we went up about two or three floors. We went to the, the freight elevator and we went up to the executive suite. <laughs> and then I ran. I, and then I ran to more friends who were uh, who had a room up there, and they're like, "Here, you could have uh, our executive suite." Key. I'm like, "Wow, thanks." Yeah, because okay, so every year they have like at the exec level in that middle section there, they have like. Finger foods and really oh, horrible cheese dip for nachos. Year, the one year I legitimately got executive level, because it was funny. I think I might have mentioned it on a previous podcast, but I'll, I'll summarize. Basically, I was staying in a ghetto hotel for like three of the four days. And then Memorial, uh, not Memorial Day, Labor Day, I decided, okay, I'm going to try and get the Hilton. 
So I ended up getting the Hilton Monday into Tuesday. I got the executive suite. So Monday morning, I checked out of the ghetto hotel and I went to the Hilton. So much better. Yeah. Like, which was how was it one of those ghetto hotels that you had to cab from, or could you at least walk? Well, here's here's the thing. It was like across the the highway. It was like right before you hit the Olympic Park. Well, and I don't even know where had, that is. And they had their own shuttle, but the guys were like hard up for money. The shuttle drivers? Yeah. One, I one don't of the think guys, you're supposed to pay them. Well, one of the guys was like, "Oh, you guys don't tip." You guys don't tip here? I'm like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't want to answer the guy and say, "Well, you know, you don't, <laughs> you don't expect Dude, tips." This isn't a cab. You're not getting my luggage out of the back. And, um, and they were terrible too, because they tell you to call the guy, and then the guy would completely pass you. <laughs> I had to, I had to run after the guy on on the main street one one time. I'm like, yo, and, you passed me by, totally. And he still wanted a tip. Uh, that's funny. I have, there's always horror stories. So my, my whole dragon kind of thing is like every other month I call the Hilton and make sure my reservation is still there. Mm, I don't, I, I have horror stories like friends in my, my, my big nerd group, uh, about 20 or 30 people I'm there with every year. Like 10 of them will be like, ah, yeah, we get here. We had reservations and they dropped them. That's insane. Um, usually those are people staying at the Hyatt or the Marriott. The Hilton hasn't been, the Hilton's been really good with their whole voucher system. So I'm kind of loyal to them now, even though I was, I, I was a Marriott member and all that stuff. The Hilton kind of makes it, it worthwhile doing because every year they'll give you vouchers for next year if you have a room already. So highly yeah, worth it. And I think one. the way that works is you have to have the room for the entire week because one, well, yeah. The year I had it that one day from uh, Monday to Tuesday, they told me, oh, it's sold out already. Yeah, you have to, they give you the voucher. So we always get there. My buddy, a bunch of us get there Wednesday. Um, so we start early, early. Uh, we go to Wednesday night is, Vert, uh, I think it's Vertigo Bar. Do you know that place? Yeah, I've heard of it. I've never been yet. So that's one uh, Dana Snyder uh, recommended last year. He's like, dude, go there and get the tiki glasses. <laughs> I now have a huge Vertigo Tiki glass that I wow. picked up last year. I guess he's done podcasts from there. I guess he knows the owner. They have the Fat Elvis burger is the best thing in the world. It's a burger with egg, peanut butter, and bacon on it. Oh. Yeah, no, you will you will have a heart attack when you have it, but it's I'll probably fantastic. go into diabetic coma, so I think I'll probably stay away from it. Unless they have, like, yeah. a, unless they have like a mini version of that. Oh, they do. They've got like the, the 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 heart attack burgers, and they have regular burgers and stuff. But they they they're kind of famous for their huge uh, coronary bypass. You know, the triple bypass burger, all these things with like eight pieces of cheese, five patties, and God bless them for it, right? Yeah. They make great drinks though, and they have very good beer. Hmm. Anyway, that's that's our our Wednesday night thing, and then. From there, we'll walk to the liquor store and then walk back to the hotel. And that's how we stock up for, you know, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night. And Sunday, especially. <laughs> yeah, I well, I usually go home Monday. Do you stay till Tuesday? I learned that it's better to leave on a Tuesday just because, you know, Labor Day and everyone's packing into the, the Hartsfield Airport and there's... Like every time I've tried to I've tried to fly out of uh, 
Labor Day, it's like been super crowded and delays up the kazoo. So, I mean, I'm like, you know what? Let me hang back. I'll sit in my hotel mo- Monday night. You know, if I have well, an early flight, I'll, I'll leave early and I'll, I'll go to the airport. Or there were a couple of times where I would hang out with a friend or... Uh, you don't go to the Survivor's, uh, whatever you want to call it, fest on Monday night? What is that? Um, okay, in the I believe it's in the Hilton on the first... Or the middle. You know how they have those uh, levels in the middle where you can go out and a lot of people play cards? Right. Like like on the 10th floor and, and the 2nd or 3rd floor? I think so. So they'll do a survivor's dinner or whatever they call it where everyone brings all the liquor they didn't finish. Oh, wow. Out into the center. And this is on Monday night. So oh. I have never stayed till Tuesday. We always leave around, you know, I always leave around, you know, 1 o'clock on Monday. It's a good time I can sleep in a little bit and still go. I miss all the panels on Monday, which, you know, kind of stinks, but I got to get back to work. Mm. Um, but yeah, so a bunch of my friends will stay till Tuesday and at the Hilton, they always have the survivors dinner huh. and that's all the liquor and people just bring it out and put it on like five or six big tables. So it's five or six big tables full of half finished bottles of whatever you want. Wow. That's, yeah. that's a new one on me. Yeah, I, I thought about staying. It's just like I've already taken like five days off of work. So, <laughs> you know, and I actually I usually take Tuesday off just to recover. Yeah. Because you, you usually have con crud by that point. I have no voice left, you know, mm. feeling pretty run down, dehydrated and all that. <laughs> Dr- drinking Pedialyte, trying pumping vitamin C. I never thought of Pedialyte. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's the other thing we do Wednesday. Uh, we'll go down to the uh, CVS in the, uh, the CVS. food court. Yeah. I just load up with Power Bars, Protein Bars, and Pedialyte. Huh. And then my buddy will get two big things of uh, two big cases of Smart Water. And we just keep that in a room, and it's there for either of us, and you just grab it and go when you need it. Hmm. That's a good plan. It's like we've done this before or something. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get smart after a while. You you learn what hurts and what helps the hurt. Yeah, for me it's uh, what is that store I like in the mall the where they sell the chicken market market basket. Is that the uh, the the deli one like the hot buffet? Yeah, it's like they have chicken, they have mashed potatoes. Across from Sabaro's Pizza, right? Exactly. Yes, I know that. I know that well. Yeah. Right by Chick Fil A too. That, yeah, exactly. That, yeah, that's, that's usually my go-to when I'm like, okay, I, I've had enough to drink. I've had enough to really eat. I should really start eating healthy. Okay, I'll get their uh, <sighs> bourbon chicken and their chickpeas. Ooh. No more Papa John's? Eh. You know, I, I Dragon Both. Con has made me hate Papa John's. Really? Or is it? It's, yeah, it's Papa John's. The ones they always have in the main floors. Oh, the, the kiosks. kiosks. Yeah. Well, so usually, like my roommate will be like, "I'll, I'll get a box, uh, you know, thing of pizza or two, and, and meet you back at the room." So by the time you get it, it's already half cold, and it's Papa John's pizza. Oh, God. oh. yeah, I was actually buying them for my swimcast panels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was like an ordeal in itself because, like one one year, they couldn't figure out where I was. They couldn't deliver to like a specific <laughs> because they can't deliver to a specific room. So I'm like, "Well, why don't you meet me in the lobby?" and, and like, I had to call him back, like, five times uh, one year. 
<laughs> and they're like, and the guy's like, oh, well, I'll meet you on the, by the pool deck of the Hyatt. I'm like, all right, fine. Met him there. It was no problem. Second year, I called him up and th- they never got back to me. The guy, the guy at, uh, the actual store was like oblivious to the order. He was like, huh, what? Would like, you call it a store or the kiosk guys? No, no, the actual store. Like I did it on my phone with the app. Ah, and then I'm calling the store, and, and he's like, well, the guy's on his way, blah, blah, I'm like, well, I hope he knows where to find me because there's a convention going on. There's a convention? Really? He didn't? Really? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's like, it It literally takes over Atlanta. <laughs> with like 100,000 people yeah. in the center of Atlanta. How do you not know? I guess there's still people who don't know. So then my friend, the third year we did it, uh, when I was at Dragon Con and... Uh, 15 uh he he had the smart idea he was like you know what let's uh order the pizza to your hotel room you grab him from here and we'll just we'll either uber uber over or we'll try and walk it so we ended up walking it and of course the homeless people are trying to grab it and i'm you know yanking it away from them what are you doing with all them boxes boy can i have some pizza (laughs) Normally, if this was leftovers, yes, but this is not leftovers. Yeah, this is for, you know, people who are coming to my panels. So, that's something I meant to ask you, panel-wise. You've hosted a lot of panels, right? Yes. How do you do, like, how do you get into hosting panels? Do you volunteer to do it? Do you know people? Like, how how does that whole thing work? Just curiosity. Basically, you got to know people. Cause all right, good, good talking. My, my first uh, foray into it was someone else I knew was doing a panel, and they invited me to jump on with them. And then I liked it so much, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you should talk to so and so, and and you know, volunteer to do some panels." Okay. You know, and that's how I got involved. Uh, my last year out, I went to uh, the gentleman who run the. It's not the regular sci-fi. It's like the sci-fi classics. Mm-hmm. And they were doing the 30th anniversary for Back to the Future, so they had like three panels they were doing the entire weekend, and I was like, yeah, I'll do all three of them. I don't care. So they're like, okay, you got this one, this one, and this one. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, my buddy uh, Brandon, I don't know, I, I invited him to a couple of the groups that you're, you know, invited me to. Mm-hmm. He's done some panels for AwesomeCon. He got to uh, do two panels with Phil Lamar and a few other people. Oh, wow. Yeah, and and I asked him like, how how did you get into that? He basically, it's almost like a lottery who you get to to do your panel with, and then they can request you again, I guess, or or something along those lines. And and he's yeah, it's it's pretty cool. That's he's doing another uh, panel or two this year at AwesomeCon in DC. Sounds similar to what they do in. I mean, guy, I know guy doesn't do it, but like when we had Leva Bates on, she was like, you know, I always see her like, oh, I got this, I got into this. To host this panel, and I got to host this panel, and this was cool. So maybe it's along the same lines. Yeah, it's it's almost you put your name in the hat, kind of what you want to do, and then they they sort of I guess draw names to go with it or pick. I don't. I'm not sure how they do it, but it sounds kind of like a lottery. Hmm. That's pretty cool. It beats uh, New York Comic Con, where they tell you uh, submit a suggestion, and then you get an email back saying, "Oh, we had." A ton of uh, suggestions, and yours wasn't one of them. Thanks for trying. So that's sub- 
is, is that submit a, sub, a suggestion with the person you want to like what you want to interview and who you want to interview? Yeah, I should say that's a, it's a bit different because it's more that's more fan based. Gotcha. And what what, what what would you consider Dragon Con or or that kind of con? It's, it's Dragon Con is a different animal because it's like Dragon Con is more for the fans than New York or San Diego Comic Con, which are more commercial. Have, have you been to Have you been to uh, San Diego Comic Con? I was there oh uh, six oh seven oh eight, and I won't go back ever again. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I I it was I, fun, but. It's just too much? way too crowded and way too much money to spend for, you know, oh, hey, let's let's uh, stalk the guys at the Adult Swim booth and see if any of my friends show up. Right. Um, I kind of got... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, no. So I kind of... It was weird. I, I never been to a con before, I think, 2009 or 2010, and I had wanted to go to SDCC because that's one you always hear about. Right. Uh. Tried to get tickets that year, didn't happen, and it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth trying to deal with all that. So we went to New York Comic Con, and that was awesome. Mm. Went to New York Comic Con again the next year. Was um, awesome. Well, I, I hate to admit I did this, but my buddy and I just, we, we kind of figured it would our, be our last New York Comic Con for a while, so we got the VIP tickets. Mm-hmm. And that was cool. I would never spend that much money again. I did get to spend time and like literally shoot the shit with uh, Robert Kirkman. Oh wow! That was that was cool. He's a cool dude. Um, yeah, it just I wouldn't do that again though for that money. And now they don't even sell. I was gonna say day... you, you can't anymore because they don't have the VIP. They've like they've like did they gone... get rid of that? Oh yeah, they got rid of that. Was it last year or the year before they got rid of it? They've, they've been trying their best. You know, Reed Pop is a very weird animal. It's like they do everything experimental. And uh, they throw everything against the wall to see what sticks. Like, they're good people. And I'm glad that they approved me and uh, my significant other this year. But, <laughs> like, they're very, like, wishy-washy sometimes. Well, they're, they're trying to figure out new things that might work better but don't always work. Exactly, and and they've been doing it consistently, like that the stupid fan verification thing. I don't understand it at all. So what is that? They made a, a system last year. They didn't sell any. T- In the past, they had sold tickets to uh, like the local comic book stores mm-hmm. to to give out. And last year, they said, "Well, we're not doing that. We're gonna sell them on our website, and you're only gonna be able to get them through us." You, you know. You, we're not gonna. We're gonna deter the scalpers from getting any. You can, and what you have to do beforehand is you have to sign up on our website, and we're gonna for verification purposes. So I guess you had to go through a whole archaic system where you had to like give them your name and your address. I don't know what else. So you almost it had to be like get a membership type thing. Exactly. And then and, and and then like two days before the tickets went on sale, they were like, okay, well, we're going to you know let you know two days before they go on sale so you're ready and then they went on sale and they were up on ebay five minutes later (laughs) (laughs) why is that not shocking and then and then they after the fact they go well if you bought them on ebay you still got to verify with us but the the whole point was so they wouldn't be sold on ebay ah i don't you know i'm I'm glad that that is why i stopped going to new york comic-con 
Well, I said if they if they try to reject me this year, then I'm not going. I'm not going to buy tickets because for me personally, I enjoy going there to you know to see the floor for a little while to buy some useless crap that I don't really need, but sure. look, looks fancy. Maybe get into a panel or two. But the big thing is, I like to do the interviews now. I loved it last year. I got to interview Peter Capaldi. I got to interview Dana, Doc, um, Doc Hammer, Jackson Public. <laughs> Uh, Stephen Merchant. No, nice. I, I got a, a bunch of interviews. Some of them aren't even up. I, I, I'm thinking uh, to post some of them. Maybe one one will appear or ha- have appeared before you've heard this episode. It, it's it's funny. It should tell you a lot about me that like all the famous people you get to interview, I'm like, Doc, Doc. <laughs> That's the only one that matters. I mean, Dana too. Okay, Dana too. And it's cool because I know the formula on how to interview Doc now. Uh, because you go to what is the formula? The formula is you don't talk venture because they're not going to give you any answers on venture. And I told I ran into a friend of mine. Uh, it wasn't this past time, but uh, two years ago I ran I ran into a friend of mine who writes for another website, and she's. Uh, I was like, do you have questions for them? And she's like, well, I don't know what to ask them. And I'm like, I'm like looking at her notes and I'm like, no, don't ask them that. No, don't ask them that. <laughs> they're not, they're not going to answer questions about the show. So, you know, I was like, ask them about e-cigs or, or other type things. Dr. Strange uh, was my, was my go-to this year. Okay. So the movie was com- coming out a month later. So it was the perfect opportunity to be like, Hey, Doc Hammer, I know you're like, uh, Doctor Strange. I don't know if this is a you know a touchy subject, but how do you feel about the movie? And he just went on for you well, know five. Didn't years. Jackson get writing credit? Have some writing credits for that one? Not that or, I'm aware. Or did? Okay, am I thinking of something else? I thought one of them had something to do with it. No, I'm not sure. The tick. No, I know about the tick. <laughs> oh, I, I interviewed. Uh, oh God, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Putty? No, 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 the guy who created it. Oh, God, Edlund? Yeah, Ben Edlund. Yes. Yeah, I interviewed him for the Amazon show. Wait, this last year? Yeah, this past year. That one you need to post again, because I I need to see that. Mm. That I'm hoping to get up on the site, maybe as uh, filler episodes for when we haven't done one for (laughs) more than a couple of weeks. I I could have sworn he had something to do with, with... Doctor Strange. I don't know why. Uh, I, I, maybe they mentioned it or something. So this last year, Doc was was going crazy. You know how they never do voices and, and that kind of stuff, anything venture-related? Right. So there was a panel, I believe it was Saturday afternoon, uh, Doc did this last Dragon Con. Uh-huh. He just went through about eight or nine different voices. Oh, wow. And he's like... And I will never do that again. And drop the mic. Yeah. It, it was great. It, it, and again, it was just the most random thing. <laughs> which is one of the things. And then I run into him. He was staying two two doors down from me in my hallway. Oh, wow. I, I I couldn't do anything because I'm like, okay, he's he's off duty right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be that guy. You're two rooms down from me. But yeah. One time, so. one time I ran into him in, in the, the Hyatt, you know, that little uh, cafe that they have down there. Oh, the, uh, just, uh, yeah. Yeah, and we just started talking about fruit. 
Okay. Also, I asked him to be on the Swimcast, but it never happened. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, you, you ought to get him on uh, one of our podcasts. Yeah, I mean, he, he's always welcome, but, you know, I don't know if he's available. I mean, if we have time for him, right? Oh, if we have time <laughs> for him. <Yeah. laughs> oh, that little cafe in the Hyatt is always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I had this my first year there. Uh, the the guy who was headlining the parade was one of my favorite authors at the time, Larry Niven. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Ringworld, bunch of other stories. Lucifer's Hammers. I don't know if you ever read any of the Ringworld stories. It sounds familiar. So he was supposed to do a signing, or no, he was supposed to do a panel um, Saturday afternoon, and he just completely no showed. Yeah, they do that. I run into him, like, I'm sitting at the table next to him when I go down for breakfast the next morning, and he is hungover as hell. Oh, boy. Like, can barely sit at the table, having trouble with his eggs. It's like, all right, so that's why you blew off the panel, where I waited an hour to see you. All right. Not quite my favorite author anymore. Oh, boy. <laughs> just, just knocked down a peg or two. I still got him to sign a book for my dad. My dad kind of got me into him, so... You know, it's kind of cool. That's cool. But, yeah, he, he was hungover as shit. I'm like, what did you get up to last night, Larry? <laughs> <laughs> you want to ask that, but you can't. Yeah, because then they'll be like, get out of my face. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, but, I'm having cracking cracking rum. Cracking rum. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the things I love about Dragon Con, and, and I don't mean to hijack this and make this a complete <laughs> podcast about cons. Ah. So forgive me now, but I, I love the fact that everyone's mixed up there. Everyone's staying in the same hotels, the stars, the celebrities, the normal people, the costumers. It's all, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I know, but I know what you mean, because, like, there was one year, like, I was getting on an elevator, and Trace Ballou from Mystery Science Theater was on the elevator. And as as we're both getting off, Joel Doctor, from Mystery Doctor. Science Theater is getting on the thing. So it, oh shit! It's really, it's really interesting how they all like hang out in like the same hotels. I I shared an elevator with Lou Ferrigno at one point. Oh god. Um. Was he drunk? Kind of, nope. Well, I don't know. He's kind of a dick. I know he's kind of a dick, but there's, okay. There's that legendary story that uh, Dana told him once on the Snidecast, but like. Basically, uh, my first San Diego Comic Con, we were all hanging out in in the Adult Swim Hotel. Lobby and Ferrigno comes down drunk as hell trying to wrap a uh, tablecloth over his head. <laughs> what? You know, one of those napkin, like tablecloth napkins. Okay. He's trying to Wh- wrap it around why? his head because he's drunk. <laughs> All right. D- did he give any other reason? He didn't say. He didn't say it. We were just watching him do it, and then like he dropped it and, and walked back to his hotel room. And uh, Dana's friend Brian picks it up and starts posing with it. <laughs> you should have walked up. You were never as big as Arnold. <laughs> I, I heard he loves that. Oh, God. Yeah. No, I also, I, I don't remember his name. I got uh, in an elevator one year with an older gentleman. I was dressed as Bane and my, my buddy Dan was dressed as Batman. Oh. And this guy's like, ah, oh, I was never a fan of of. of DC anyway, I was more of the Marvel guy, and then I asked him who he was. This dude was about 90. And was it he, Stanley? <laughs> no, no, he's a little older than Stanley, and he used to, he drew for Timely Comics, hmm. 
which, you know, so Captain America came from stuff that came from Timely back in the day. And it, no, it was interesting. So I ended up going to a panel that this guy had and, and he was talking about his time drawing comics. This was in, I'm, I'm just spitballing here. I was a little bit inebriated at the time. Um, you know, uh, in the depression right after, so twenties, thirties, that era. And the gentleman was in his nineties. So he, he would start telling a story and then he would kind of stir off a little bit and then he would come back and finish the story. And then he would stare off and talk about how one of his other authors committed suicide. And then he'd come back to the comics and, it was a real kind of odd panel, but it was cool because it's comic history. Hmm. You know, that's that again, that was another kind of cool thing. And that was in the bottom floor of the Hyatt as well, mm-hmm. the septic septic floor. Oh boy. <laughs> there was one year when I was it wasn't the executive suite. I was on maybe like the thirtieth or so, somewhere high up. Uh we were coming down in the elevator and who do I see walking towards the elevator on a, on one of the higher floors? Stan Lee. Really? Must have been about three or four years ago. Man, you know, man is in his mid nineties at this point. He was he was like practically running for the elevator. Was he running? Almost. Wow. He yeah he's he's not young anymore. No, he's in his his like early to mid nineties. Wow. But yeah, so in this dry old man, this guy that I was that that I was talking to in the elevator, and and I can't remember his name. He, I mean, he talked about working with Stan Lee when when Timely became Marvel, and you know a couple of the other big names back in the day. And it was and it was just so interesting. Oh. Uh, he he was working in the Empire State Building, hmm. where they were drawing comics. It was just yeah, it was it was kind of a cool thing. So have you ever met Stan Lee? No, not personally. Okay, just just kind of curious. There. I've been to his convention once, uh, Kamikaze, or now it's called L.A. Comic Con. StanCon. It's I not StanCon, is it? No, it, it's Stanley. It was originally because I guess they couldn't get the name L.A. Comic Con, so it was Stanley's Kamikaze. Because it's ah. like it's not like he doesn't own it, but like his name is on it. I guess for branding purposes, with the company that he works with. So it was Stanley's Kamikaze, and then last year they rebranded it to be Stanley's LA Comic Con. Oh, that's cool. I, I probably never get out to LA, at least not anytime soon. Honestly, I thought it was a lot better than uh, San Diego. I don't know, maybe because it was smaller at that point. I don't know how it is now. It's not 150,000 people. I don't think it was 150,000, no. <laughs> Maybe it, maybe it is now. I mean, I'm looking at pictures now. It looks a bit crowded there. You know, that's that's like the the the, the bitter pill of cons. I love going to them. I don't like crowds though. Yeah. Like I get twitchy in a lot of in, in a in a hugely crowded place. Yeah, like a couple. I think a year. No, it wasn't last year because Colleen didn't get to go. But two years ago, Colleen went with me, and I was like bugging out because I'm not like. I guess for the most part I'm a shut-in, but, like, I'm not, like, a uh, hypochondriac or whatever they call it. Right, right. It's just, I'm I'm not a shut-in, or, I, I'm just, I'm, I, I don't, don't want to... I don't like, like, the humongoid crowds. Yes, I'm not antisocial, I just don't like being around a lot of people. 
it just makes me twitchy. I, I don't know how else to describe it. So like the going to Dragon Con, being around that for five days, it kind of takes a lot out, man. That's why I take a day off before I go back to work. I just need to decompress. Yeah. No, I, I know what you mean. But still, I love the energy at those things. Yeah, because like I, like I said earlier, I, I like going there for a little while and, you know, walking around, seeing what's out there. Well, that's also the reason we do the, uh, my buddy and I do the exec level floor every year, because it's it, it's like the quiet floor. Yeah. It's the quiet floor to hang out. I mean, there's no merchandise up there, but at least you get to see celebrities from time to time. Well, yeah, I mean, everyone kind of... <laughs> Dude, Ken Plume is always like three doors down from me. Hal Loveland's right around there. Uh, Hal's pretty cool, dude, man. Yeah, I like his uh, "We Got This" podcast. I've been listening to that a lot lately. Mm-hmm. I don't Mark agree- Mark G is awesome. I don't agree with a lot of the the stuff that they do. I mean, the the last one they did was like best movie uh, snack, and it was popcorn, obviously. And Hal, well, Hal was Hal was admitting that he wanted to try and push popcorn out of the running just so they could get something else that was different. Yeah, that makes I I agree with that. The cereal one annoyed the crap out of me though because they were doing breakfast cereals, but they were doing small ones, and they totally glossed over life cereal. Did they get uh, cinnamon toast crunch? I don't remember. I know they okay. were they were like singling them out at, at one point, but like. I forget. I forget what one. I think it was like. I want to say Cheerios or Raisin. I don't even remember. I just remember I was annoyed because they didn't even mention life. And I made a post on their uh, Facebook group that people are still liking to to this day. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. They. I mean. I I do like some of their their. I love their I love their topics. That's a good podcast. It really is. Uh, for those at home, uh, we got this podcast. It's part of the Maximum Fun Network. No, it has no association with us whatsoever. And I'd also say with Hal, what was the other one? Uh, not Night Vale, but uh, oh, uh, Thrilling Adventure, Adventure Hour. Hour. Yes, that was kind of the one of the first that kind of got me into podcasts. Hmm. Um, you know, I remember them talking about it at. Uh, Dragon Con, and then of course, the guy from uh, what's uh, what's him call it, Cecil. The the guy from uh, Welcome to Night Vale was there. It was just, you know, it kind of brought me into the podcasting thing a couple of years ago. So awesome. yeah, I can thank those guys for that. So that was your first foray into podcast was Night Vale. Uh, no, uh, Thrilling Adventure Hour. Oh, I'm sorry. And then uh, I've, I've listened to, I haven't gotten into, uh, I want to basically start at the beginning of Welcome to Night Vale and uh, see where I go from there, because I know that's another awesome one. They were just in D.C. two months ago, but I had to miss it. And I know Hal was in D.C. for that, too. Hal, going back to Comic-Con, Hal and Mark did a We Got This, actually did two We Got This Lives at uh, <sighs> Comic-Con. That upset me so much. Why? And I'll tell you why. I was... Peanut butter on the spoon? No, no, okay. My, uh, we were in New York that night. Oh, that's right. A friend of mine, we were in New York for a friend's wedding. And my buddy Dan and I, who's the buddy who always goes to cons with me, were like, 
can we get away from our friend's wedding for a couple hours to go over and see the... We couldn't do it because the, the, the podcast started like half hour after the wedding started. There was just no way. And I, it, it was fun, and I got Colleen to participate too because once in a while she'll listen to uh, We Got This. She's not like a, a big fan. Not like uh, when I got her into How Did This Get Made. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but uh, it was... Al Lublin just added me to the We Got This podcast. Oh, nice. All right. To, All the, right. to the Facebook group. Yeah. Very good. So you probably see my life serial post. I, I am actually. <laughs> I'm not gonna like it though. I, oh. I just can't do that for you. I'm sorry. You can I thought I thought we agreed that life cereal was the best cereal. Well, what did I just say? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh. We we've had this conversation before, I believe. We did. <laughs> okay. I, I think Jim and Guy both said life cereal. Yeah, they yeah, but Cinnamon Toast Crunch, man. I, I don't know. All right. I, or Golden I mean, Graham. It is, it is similar to Life Cereal. Shape-wise. Well, I mean, if you have the cinnamon life. Well, yeah. Okay, that, that fits. But that's, I don't that's know. That's the best one. That's the one I get. That's my go-to. Well, how many Life Cereals are there now? I don't know, but, like, they had... One for uh, October, November, that was pumpkin spice, because, you know, everything's got to be pumpkin spice now. Oh, yeah. I tried it once. It was it was okay. I've tried vanilla. Vanilla was vanilla. Yeah, I remember the regular one. I remember the cinnamon one. I think I've actually had the, the regular one. I like the cinnamon one. I'm trying to remember that. So, you know, I was in the family that my, my mother would never buy us sugared cereals. The, the most we got was regular Cheerios, which aren't exactly sweet. Um, but whenever my my mom would be out of town and my dad would be there, he'd be like, all right, here's something sweet. And it would be, you know, Life or Cinnamon Toast Crunch occasionally. So, yeah, you know, I, yeah. I, I, I feel like... Agree to disagree. yeah. I, I went through a phase, like, I got out of, I, when I left home, right after, uh, whatchamacallit, right after high school, I joined the Army, went through basic training, and then I got to California, where I was going to language school. First thing I did was go to the grocery store, and I bought, like, eight or nine boxes of cereal. Just, is like, the first time I'm out on my own, completely away from home, you know, have my own place, well, barracks room, and I did nothing but eat cereal for, like, a week just dry cereal, whatever, you know. Just, yeah. You have to splurge occasionally. Yeah, that's true. Oh, there it is. Listen to the latest episode. I was declaring a mission. Life original. Yeah, I don't All know right. why I posted the original box. I really meant the cinnamon box. And then someone goes, oh, yeah, I like the cinnamon one. Oh, angry, I see that. Angry face. I'm not giving you a like, damn it. It's ah! an angry face. I like someone posted Quaker oatmeal squares. I'm like, okay, no, grandma. No, just yeah, no. What what next? Muslix, <laughs> muesli, however you say it. Musili. You know what I'm talking about? I, the, no, the I European know exactly stuff. what you mean. I know what you mean. Is it European? I think I feel like they eat that in Europe a lot or something. Sure. <laughs> someone said honey nut checks. I'm like, what? Is that a thing? Apparently, it's. I'm looking at the box art right now. <laughs> checks. Okay. Hey, I'm, a I, man, I, I'm a man who likes his cereal. What can I tell you? 
I used to be. I, 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 I went on a diet a few years ago and I tried to cut out carbs and I just kind of haven't eaten cereal much since, except for the Super Bowl this last year where I had made Golden Graham s'mores. Oh, wow. I made a huge tray of them and they're all, yeah. So good. for the few friends that I had over, there were about 30 squares and I ended up having to take them all to work the next day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which they didn't last long because everyone loves Golden Graham s'mores. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think we need to bring those back. They, they need to be made, made more. <laughs> bring it back. Or bring them back. Maybe someone should do something like that with Life uh, Cinnamon. Ooh. Have like Life Cinnamon s'mores. I've, I've done it with uh, Honey Nut Cheerios before, and that worked well. I was thinking, I was considering. Uh, cinnamon Toast Crunch, but I don't know if that would be too sweet. I don't know. Well, remember they had uh, a while... I don't know if they still do, but a while ago they had, like, CT Crunch and, like, a bunch of other cereals, which were basically, like, Rice Krispie Treats, except they had, like, fake milk in the middle. Oh, you mean the bars? Yes. Yeah, I remember those. I never actually tried any of those. Fruity Pebbles did something like that a couple of years ago, because I remember they were giving them out at uh, WrestleMania Access. <laughs> okay. And it was Were they good? They weren't bad. I mean, I've never really been a Fruity Pebbles guy. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Although good. Fruity Pebbles are great as a donut topping. Huh. So, we just had a You ever heard of Duck Donuts? I think you had mentioned it at some point. So, they just opened up uh last month here. Uh right across the street basically. And we went over there two weeks ago. And it's the kind of donut where you get the vanilla cake donut that's fresh made, like, right there. And they've got 30 different icing toppings and then 100 different toppings that go on it. So I I had the peanut butter icing with uh, bacon bits because bacon is glorious. Oh, of course. But, you know, one of the toppings they had were Rice Krispie Treats. So you get, like, the the strawberry icing with Rice Krispie Treats embedded in it. It's like, oh, my God. I'm in heaven. They have a place, you're probably familiar with it, too, uh, Sublime Donuts. No, I haven't heard of that one. It's out in Atlanta. I forget where. I think there's a couple of stores. But they have, like, these really amazing donuts. Like, they have donut filled with actual strawberries. Ooh. Um, I was actually having a low blood sugar moment one day, and a friend of mine comes by uh, when I was doing the fan table, and he's like, oh, I brought over the—I have these donuts. Would you like one? (laughs) Yes. I'm like, oh, my God, is that Oreo? So Oreo crunch on top or inside? I think both. Ooh. Like, they they go hard on their donuts. They they do not mess around. I like that. I respect that. Because, yeah, we have, we have like, Sugar Shack here. We've got Duck Donuts. Yeah, I'm looking uh, at Dunk Donuts now. It looks like they're mostly uh, Mideast. Yeah, and a little, if you go towards, like, Rehoboth or, you know, Delaware or Ocean yeah. City, you've got Fractured Prune. Hmm. I don't know if you know them. Yeah, cause, so, no, I'm not familiar with them. No, I'm looking at the coming soon locations for Duck Donuts. They have Allentown, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, South Carolina, Ohio. So, like, the mid, 
mid what are they what you call that mid and southern south mid mid southeast mid south yeah is that a word i think so because i think that was a a wrestling division (laughs) mid south all right that works for me if you ever get a chance though they're they are quite good so let's bring this back to my original uh topic (laughs) (laughs) so Monday I spent uh, my morning with Nick and the Adult Swim stuff, and they had the video online. It was fun. Today I was going to the city. I was uh, for business purposes and ended up at ThinkGeek because, you know, why not? I was down that way. Think the, the brick-and-mortar store. Yeah, they have a brick-and-mortar store in with their uh, G- GameStop. Awesome. They have the, – the, there's two in the area. There's one uh, – Midtown by the Empire State Building, and then there's one up in uh, upstate New York by uh, Nyack, New York, the Palisades Mall. And they're both pretty cool. I think the Think Geek in, in the city is a little bit bigger, but they had, which caught my eye, the uh, Star Wars Tiki's. <laughs> Bringing it back to the Tiki's. Yeah. Star Wars, and they had Guardians. And I'm like, well. You know, I really don't have one, and I should probably invest in one. I think it's a good investment. So I got the Darth Vader one. And that's the one you sent me the picture of earlier. Yeah, that I was trying to figure out what I was going to put in it. So I ended up... Crack and rum. Crack and rum. No, what I did was... It's not just crack and rum. Uh, There's a bar in Brooklyn for anyone who's out in the New York area. It's called the Way Station, and I know Matt, you're not a big Doctor Who fan, but their big shtick is they have a bathroom, and the door to the bathroom is in the shape of the TARDIS, the phone booth that he uses. All right. So. Uh, and yes, I know what the TARDIS is. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I went there with uh, Colleen one time. It was her friend's birthday, and they have this drink. It's called the Stormageddon. It's outstanding. It's like it's Kraken rum. Like like Kraken, not actual Cra- crack. Right, right. Um, one part Kraken rum, one part uh, ginger beer, and then one part uh, lime. So it's almost like a dark and stormy. Yeah, well, they call it the Stormageddon. So it's a dark and stormy on crack. Pretty much, on Kraken rum. On Kraken rum, yeah. Sorry. You all right over there? Yeah, I saw a bug. <laughs> Bugs uh, are your friend, man. Yeah, pretty much. Unless um, it's a tick. That's true. But yeah, so that's that's the story that I was starting to say about an hour ago. <laughs> I I'm sorry, I completely you no, know. No, it was it was it was good because it all came back around. <laughs> it's like a big circle, and we're back. Yes. So well, maybe maybe that's where we should wrap up. Yeah, I was well. Yeah, that that's a good closing point, I think. Yeah. Um, my thanks to you, Matt, for uh, joining me on this adventure. I I always love our talks, John. Of course, always. Uh, for you at home, if you'd like to reach us, theacpn.com. We also have our social networkings: uh, Twitter, Facebook group. Uh, if you'd like to give us money, we have a Patreon, or you can give it to uh, PayPal. Uh, we love money. It helps us fund these fine podcast programs. Money money is good. Yeah, cash is king. 
Also, <laughs> I should mention that we have brand new podcasts to the network. Uh, we got like two in a row, like within the span of a week. Uh, first one we got was uh, the Retro Cinema Podcast, which is uh, a couple of cool folks out in Australia. Because, you know, I'm popular in Australia, apparently. It, really? Kind of. We, we have, That's cool. We have, we have fans out there. The long reach of John. Yes. All around the world. Uh, these two awesome people. Uh, one goes by the name Angry Man. The other one is Gidget Von LaRue. And they do uh, 80s movies. Once a week, they'll cover, they'll cover and recap an 80s movie of their choosing. Uh, the next one up is The Fly. Or it might have passed by the time this goes up. Who knows? Uh, they've also done 9 to 5, RoboCop... Uh, and a bunch of other movies, Flash Gordon. So they, they stick with the 80s theme uh, movie, which fits ACPM perfectly because that's what we're all about is the retro slash pop culture slash nostalgia. Mm-hmm. So we got that um, one. I'm sorry. What was the link? Do they have a site? What was their link again? Uh, you can find them on theacpn.com, but they're also at theretrocinema.com. Excellent. Uh, the other podcast uh, we were happy to announce last week, uh, if you remember a show called uh, Beat the Geeks, there was a gentleman by the name of Paul Goebel. Uh, he was the TV geek. He's also the king of TV. Uh, in fact, his website is thekingof.tv. Uh, he was kind enough to uh, allow us to host his newest podcast, uh, aptly named Comedian Shame Eating in Drive Throughs, where he'll drive uh, a random comedian, one of his friends, out to a fast food joint of his choice. And they'll wax poetic about uh, comedy being on the road, maybe something political, and then they'll bring it back around with, okay, we went to Wendy's and we had this. The Baconator. Yes. Well, that's the only thing you should be having at the right. store. There's nothing so, else to have at Wendy's. Exactly. So we're glad to have both of those podcasts on the network. If you'd like to join us, uh, we do have a link, uh, theacpn.com once again. You can email us podcasts with an S at theacpn.com. And uh, again, all our social networks, Patreon, 917-818-ACPN is our phone line. And I think that about does it for this week. Matt, do you have any plugs? Uh, no, not at the moment, no. All right. So we will be back with either myself doing a recording from the past or we'll have a brand new episode with myself and who knows. Maybe Guy will come back one of these days. Is Guy still alive? Is he Is he just... I, I hope so. <laughs> out there in the ether somewhere? He went into space. <laughs> he hasn't called us yet. Come back to us, guy. Come back. Major, major, major guy to ground control. <laughs> All right. Ground good. control. Yes. Okay. Good night, everybody. Good night, folks. <laughs> <laughs>